Hi, this is the Glencairn Podglass, celebrating 20 years of the Glencairn Glass, the world's favourite whisky glass. Hi, my name is Gordon Brown and today on the Glencairn Podglass, I'm talking to the founder of Glencairn Crystal Studio, but more importantly for this podcast, the man behind the world famous Glencairn Glass, Mr. Raymond Davison. Hello Raymond. Hello Gordon, how are you doing? Not bad, not bad. And how are you doing this fine day? I'm fine, thank you. Well, the, today what we want to talk about is the Glencairn glass, which is now, you know, one of the, well, the glass around the world for whiskey. But what I want to do is get a little bit of history about where it came from and the idea behind it. So, just kind of taking back to the beginning, why did you decide, you know, in the beginning to create a glass just for whiskey? I suppose that that came about. Well, first of all, I've been a whiskey drinker um, all of my adult life, and I would go into a bar and select a whiskey, and invariably say to the the barman, "Would you mind putting it into a wine glass, please, rather than the the Georgian tumbler or the Paris goblet that it would be served in?" And uh, I was doing this for years, and. It, I have a crystal business, I should do something about this. <laughs> so where, I'm thinking, where do you start? Uh, and I just, I thought the, the best way to start is consider what the master blenders use, which is the, the sherry capita for nosing whiskey. So I based the bowl of the glass on the capita, but the capita is not a practical glass for drinking from, it's a narrow aperture. So I opened the mouth of the glass and gave the bowl a bigger belly uh, to, so you could swirl the glass or uh, the whiskey around. And I've had a long, a long, a lifetime view that no, no self-respecting whiskey drinker wants a stem in his glass. So I, so I took that away. I, I, I think, in a, I mean, in a bar, you would, I would never feel comfortable holding a stem to drink my whiskey. So I took the stem away and I, I thought I'd marry it to a more robust base. And I, what I ended up opting for was the, uh, the base you know the Glencairn glass has, which is like an inverted thistle. And so that I was quite happy with the end product. Uh, but because it had to be, first, first and foremost, if it, if it was to be a commercial success, it had to have appeal. So it, the the glass as as finished uh, to my eye was an attractive glass. It was also practical. It, it, it guides you to nose your whiskey before you drink, which is something I always did anyway. Even if I was I was given a tumbler, I would always nose nose the whiskey before I drank it. Um, if you use a Glencairn glass, you're forced to nose your whiskey, and I think that was the appeal or the, as a major appeal to the whiskey industry because they want their brand to be identified in its fullness. And and when you developed the glass in the beginning, I believe that it, it kind of sat on the shelf for just a wee while? Ah, just a wee while. I mean, 20 years. <laughs> uh, I did nothing with it. It was time when, well, uh, to produce your first production, you've got to make a big quarter of a million and it was an uh, expensive exercise and we, I didn't have the, the money at the time anyway but we eventually, if, well my oldest son Paul 
discovered it in the factory somewhere and brought it to me, was tidying up, clearing up things and said, what's the story behind this, Dad? And I told him. And he, as luck would have it, was going in to see Richard Patterson that afternoon. So he took the glass with him, asked Richard, uh, talked to Richard about uh, whiskey not having its own glass. That was another reason I um, went ahead and produced the sample because champagne... If you see a champagne glass or a brandy glass, you know instantly what its purpose is. There was never one for whiskey. So Paul had asked Richard about that, and Richard, uh, in his own mind, <laughs> had visualised just what we had produced, something similar anyway. So Richard enthused about it. Paul came back and told me, and I then went to speak to uh, four other master blenders for the, the four of the biggest uh, whiskey company, so I so I'd uh, spoken to five in total, um, including uh, David Stewart, John Ramsey, Robert Hicks, and Robert McElroy, and they all thought it was a great idea, um, and we took it from there. We launched the, the glass. We had fifteen hundred handmade, mouth blown samples produced to launch at Whiskey Live in London, and it was a it was re well received by all the the companies who were exhibiting there. So it was, that was the encouragement to go ahead and get a, the first production manufactured. And, and I believe you got a kind of rather, or the offer of a large order right at the beginning. <laughs> well, yes, uh, that was a tempting offer. But one, one of the whiskey companies offered to take our total production of the first order. Uh, very tempting when you've got no money <laughs> and uh, or little money anyway. but though, I had to refuse tempting though it was because that would have killed the whole concept stone dead it would have been dead in the water because it would then have been forever seen as that company's glass and I was trying to introduce a glass which the whole industry would welcome and, that and so I had to refuse yeah that takes a bit of insight to say to yourself, well, here, there's a cheque in front of me I could take, or alternatively, I can reject that cheque, and then, because I know I want something bigger from this class. Well, that's right. It wasn't an easy, well, it was an easy decision, but it's still uh, stuck, as we say in Scotland, stuck in the craw a wee bit. <laughs> and... What do you think has made the glass so successful? I mean, now you look back on it, 20 years, or 40 years since you came up with the idea, 20 years since it was launched, the glass is now selling millions around the world. What makes it so successful? I think um, the fact that the industry bought into the, the whole concept, there was a need for a glass or whiskey. And that was the main thing to, to drive the success of the glass. Uh, the... Once again, the, and also the, it was easy to get the master blenders involved. They thought it was a great idea. It was always going to be more difficult to get the marketeers to buy into it with the same enthusiasm because every brand ambassador or marketeer wants their own brand to have some uniqueness about it. And to get them all to use the same product uh, was always going to be the most difficult. But to be fair... Uh, the majority bought into it right away. They could see that if people were using this glass to, to nose and drink their brand, they'd be able to compare it with others doing the same thing. And that would be a way to emphasise 
the qualities of what they had to offer. And I've heard it said in bars that the aesthetic appeal of the glass is, is good for the companies as well because when people see the whiskey in the glass, they ask other people why. Why are you drinking it from that glass? That's right. Well, that's still an ongoing education. And it's the uh, primor. Well, we decided to, to concentrate for the first two years just solely supplying the whiskey industry. Uh, that two years has gone on for almost 20 years because we, 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 we decided we needed the industry behind us for it to be a success and to be recognised like a brandy or a champagne is uh, recognised. So we needed the industry to be, be behind us and support us and fortunately they did. And if we had offered it to uh, supermarkets or large retail outs, outlets and the like, um, that wouldn't have... We wouldn't have had the credibility that we now have yeah. by concentrating in the whisky industry. But you've also had intense faith behind the glass. If I remember correctly at the beginning, you had to place a, a large order compared to the size of the company at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was like any uh, small business. You really have to have the, the, either the money behind you or the will and, and belief that you're going to succeed. And if you've got those things, then you should. And I believe it wasn't even called the Glencairn glass at the beginning. No, indeed you're right. It was, we called it the Blender's Malt glass. And we thought that was fine. And I was over in Hong Kong speaking to the... I can't remember the chap's name. He was, he was in charge of... Uh, sales for William Grant in Hong Kong and and he said he already had a, I think he had a sample of the glass from somehow and uh, he said to me I love I love the glass Raymond he said but you can't call it the blender's malt glass he said I'm trying to educate my cons the consumer and my customers that, that uh, blends are different from single malts and you're calling it the blender's malt glass I thought that made sense. Urgent phone call back to the factory. Hold the, stop the press. We'll need to revisit this. And it was our marketing director who said, why not call it the Glen Cairn glass? And so we changed it, and that, I'm glad we did. And did the success come as a surprise to you? When you look back over the years, when you think how it started, has the success come as a surprise? Well, it's a pleasant surprise, but it was always our intention to try and get the volumes up so that if you went into a bar and asked for a whiskey, you'd be served a, a, a Glen, in a, the whiskey in a Glencairn glass. I mean, we're miles away from having achieved that, but we're gradually getting there. It's the whole, uh, it's getting the industry to continue that sell onto the barman and the barman in turn to, to explain it to the consumer. So it's a long, long process worldwide to, to get people to realise why the Glencairn glass is an asset to their experience. Yep. And what do you think the future holds for the glass? Well, I think, uh, we're, although we're doing great sales of the glass, I still think it's the tip of the iceberg, iceberg because we're, we're only uh, supplying a minute supply in, is. Uh, compared to the, the amount of whiskey drinkers out there. But it's a gradual process and if we keep 
and using the, uh, all our uh, all our resources to get the message out there, whether it be marketing or using a well, the, the the glass itself is a wee whiskey ambassador, I think. So, but it's getting the 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 message to spread, and it will do. It may take we go faster in certain areas than others, but we'll eventually get there, I'm sure. And I think maybe you're under underplaying yourself a little bit. When you think about the glass itself, I mean, I heard estimates, it's probably on sale in some, what, 140-odd countries around the world, what, or, or on use, sorry, in that sort of number, because the number of whiskey companies that have taken it out there, it, 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 it's, it's, been, it's been that sort of success from a very, very small start. Yeah, I'm really proud of that. I mean, I don't. There's not a whiskey company we don't supply. Well, certainly in the, in the UK, um, and indeed, we, I think we supply about three or four hundred craft distillers directly in uh, the United States, and we, and we supply distillers uh, all over the world, right down to Tasmania and places like that. But. Uh, no, 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 we're really pleased with it. Really, yeah. really pleased and proud that it's 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 recognised as it has has been. And that that's is there any final words you'd like to say to the listeners about the glass just before we conclude? Keep drinking whiskey, just the same as me. <laughs> That's great. Raymond Davidson, thank you very much for your time. This is the Glen Cairn uh, Podcast. We've been talking to Raymond Davidson and tune in in the future for some more. Thanks very much, Raymond. <laughs> Thank you, Gordon. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Glencairn Pod Glass, celebrating 20 years of the Glencairn Glass, the world's favourite whisky glass. 